Hello and welcome back to It's a Bit Much podcast with Lauren. I am Lauren, if you couldn't notice. Um, and if you have not been paying attention for the last 19 weeks, yes, I am Lauren, your host of It's a Bit Much with Lauren, the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, how's everyone's week going? Amazing, amazing. Um, my week has been really fucking busy. Like, I literally feel like I have not stopped this entire week. Of doing what, I don't really know. Like, I feel like I'm on autopilot, like, all the time. And I know that that's just, like, an ADHD and, like, um, what's the other thing? <laughs> and, like, trauma, like, response and whatever. I know it has to do with my mental health and I should probably go to therapy for that. But, um... <laughs> As I've said, I think the I think last week I said I've been living off five dollars. So I am still living off that five dollars. I approximately have two dollars left of that five dollars. Um, this week, not only has it been tiring, it has been um, hard to live off. It has pretty much just been bread and peanut butter for me this week, which hasn't been great because I have literally no energy. So I'm really excited for. Mr. Scotty Morrison to send me some Centrelink. Um, if you don't know what Centrelink is, it's kind of hard to explain, but um, like government give people money. I don't know how to explain Centrelink. How does one explain government money? <laughs> I don't know. I get like an allowance off the government because I'm like poor and I'm from a low socioeconomic family and I'm living by myself like and whatnot like that but I don't I only get that like once every like three weeks so it's it's a bit scarce those weeks that I don't have it um anyway what was I saying I'm on autopilot so I feel like noticed the last like few weeks that I'm just kind of like especially when I get into a routine I kind of just go on autopilot and I just dissociate from myself and like forget in a way that I'm living if that makes sense like I feel like sometimes I just I'm not actually living life I'm just like on the I'm like a robot just like living doing the same routine every single day and I have to get do the same shit and I literally especially the last like two weeks I've pretty much been doing the same stuff like every single day like on autopilot like the same time everything and I'm like why am I like this like learn live life and it's kind and like I notice it especially if I look into a mirror or something and I'm like oh fuck <sighs> I'm like taken back and I'm like oh fuck I'm I'm living I'm actually living life <laughs> like I need to change like I don't know how to help this situation if you have any tips if you are the same if you actually go to therapy and deal with this and they give you um advice can you let me know so I know how to break it break out of it um, cause I, your girl needs help. <laughs> and I know that like changing up routines and like stuff can like help, but to me, it just gives me anxiety. <laughs> so I'm in a bit of a pickle, <laughs> but, um, I'll, I'm trying my best. Anyway, what was I talking about before that? Oh yeah. My week's just been pretty hectic. Just a lot. Of, I've been doing a lot of job interviews and a lot of trials because your girl needs a job. ASAP Rocky like literally ASAP Rocky I needed a job like maybe two weeks ago and so right now as I've said I'm living off bread (laughs) like I didn't actually think I'd get to the point where I'm actually living off bread like I'm really living the uni lifestyle right now holy shit oh sorry I'm looking at a tea I have on my bedside table 
I forgot about it and now it's all cold. Oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> I hate when that happens. And then uh, me and my friend were talking about this the other day. Sometimes, like, I always forget I have... Well, not all the time, but, like, most of the time I forget I made a tea. Um, and it goes cold, as it does, you know, physics or some shit, chemistry, I guess. I don't know what, that, I don't know what type of science that is, but it's something. And so instead of wasting the tea... I just zap it in the microwave and sometimes it comes out perfect and like it it's normal and then sometimes the rare occasion it comes out and it kind of has a metallic taste to it now what the fuck is that about like what the fuck is that actually about because what am I doing different I'm not doing anything different it's not like I'm changing the milk up it's not like it's longer periods like of time that I'm leaving it and it's like colder I don't know we don't know why this happens and it is baffling our brains because sometimes it'll just be completely fine and then other times it tastes like I am drinking off an old rusty coin that's been sitting in salt water or something like it's disgusting so really should I go heat this tea up no, I'm getting metallic vibes from it. I'm literally getting metallic vibes. It just looks metallic-y looking at it. So I'm not going to go do that. I guess that's another tea wasted. Now, this week I've done something a little bit different. Now, if you've been an OG, if you've been following me for years, you would know that maybe in like year eight or year nine, so maybe like 2014, 20, around 2014 to maybe even 2016. Oh, actually, no. It would have been like 2016 to like... I don't know, probably just 2016, to be honest. Um, I had, uh, I use this term lightly because it was not one, but I had a YouTube channel. See, I can't even say it without laughing. It is literally secondhand embarrassment. When I look at those videos, now they're all private, like no one can see them but me, but when I look at them, they are embarrassing. I don't even recognise myself. Not that, Not only have I changed like physically, I've also changed that's not me. <laughs> it's just like the personality, everything is just not me. Like who the fuck was I when I was like 15 years old? It's embarrassing. Those videos, the way it's edited, like, oh my God, secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> so fucking bad. Anyway, so <laughs> we're not talking about that. If anyone ever mentions like I, my old YouTube videos to me, I literally like, I can't, like I don't even talk to them. I kind of just walk away. No, I don't. I'm not rude, but it really hurts my feelings. <laughs> it's just so embarrassing that people have witnessed that. Like, oh, gross. And it's not like I used to get bullied because of it, like at school or anything, but I know that bitches were making fun of me behind my back. Because you know why? Because I would have done it too. <laughs> like, that shit's embarrassing. Um, but because I've been really bored recently, and, like, I love the podcast, don't get me wrong, but I really, for the last, like, few months at least, I've really wanted to, like, do YouTube. Like, I want to, like, start an actual YouTube channel and, like, try and make it a legit thing. Like, you know, I'm doing a media degree. May as well fucking utilise it, huh? So I filmed a video this week, and it's it's a 31-minute long video, which is so unnecessary. I still think I might cut it down, but... When I was editing it, like, look, I didn't have hopes for it. I wasn't having high expectations for it. But when I was editing it, 
it was so bad. Now, I'm still going to upload it because I f- kind of find it funny. But when you watch it, if you watch it, oh, Lord, if you watch it, take it easy on me, mate. It's so, it's not, like, look, I'm, I know I'm probably being my worst critic because it's me and I'm watching me, but it is not the best. It's just not the best. It's, I don't know, I, like, I don't know, I feel like my personality in it is kind of lacking and I didn't realise how many, like, in my head, if this makes sense, I'm going to try and make this make sense. In my head, it is constantly moving. There's constantly things happening inside my head. Now, this next part's going to make me sound crazy, but there's, like, constantly voices in my head. Like, not, like, voices, like, crazy voices. There's, like, again, internal monologue constantly in my head, if that makes sense. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Like, my, I'm literally always talking. It's like talking to myself, but, like, inside my head all the time. So, in the quiet moments, it's not quiet, pers- like, to me. And now I'm editing back. And I'm like, wow, there is a lot of quiet moments that I didn't realise were actually, like, quiet. Because in the moment, there was, like, the internal monologue, if that makes sense. So, I'm just, like, it just, like, it was so, so many quiet moments. And I feel like some, in some parts, like, my personality is, is lacking. And I'm not sure if that's because there's a camera in front of me and I'm focusing more on what I look like, which sucks. Like, also, filming this made me realise... Like, I, because I never really look at myself. Let me, like, let's be honest. Like, I feel like some, most people can relate that you don't really look at yourself, like, all the time. Now, when you're filming yourself, you you constantly have to look at yourself or have to make sure the lighting's good or, like, angles are okay and, like, whatnot. I didn't realise how much of a toll that would take on my, um, confidence not that my confidence has like lessened or anything but it kind of just like oof, she she battled some issues this week like I feel like it's for sometimes it got a little bit low like I didn't realize my nose looked like that from a certain angle or like and like it has taken me years to get to a place where I'm actually okay with my nose I actually kind of like my nose but like filming myself from certain angles because I had I had to it was like a bit, uh, a bit damaging to the confidence, and had to build that back up again, and like just seeing like, also just like kind of comparing yourself to other YouTubers. Like I'm like the entire time, especially when editing, I was like, how the fuck do YouTubers always look perfect? Like how does Emma Chamberlain lay in bed pretty much all day and record herself, and she still somehow looks good? And the lighting's still perfect and her videos still somehow look professional even though she's pretty much always in pyjamas, hasn't had a shower and is in bed most of the day. And like, that goes for like many other YouTubers who like, you know, like Flossie and like Olivia and like, uh, I don't know who else. There's lots of YouTubers I watch, but like, and like most of them have makeup on and they do try a little bit to look presentable, but like they still, how do they manage to get the perfect lighting and the perfect angles and what I know that they've also been doing it for a lot of years but like sometimes like even sometimes when Emma and like Olivia out they they film on like low angles like non-flattering angles and they still look perfect so it's just kind of like comparing yourself to that and like it's a bit damaging I, I didn't I wasn't expecting it to be so damaging I wasn't expecting this but like I'm still gonna do it because I feel like it's fun but and I actually really like editing videos but as you will see when I upload the fucking video I'm not great at editing, but, but 
wishful thinking, let's manifest it. Lauren's going to get good at YouTube. I'm going to be a top YouTuber, aren't I? I'm going to be up there with the big with the big dogs. I'm going to be up there with the big dogs. Sorry, I just got a notification if you heard that. Because um, <laughs> I'm popular. Miss popularity over here. Not really. I have literally no friends. The last like two weeks I've been pretty much alone the entire time. I think I've seen maybe like three people for the last two weeks. Not great. Not good. Don't recommend it. Like I'm a person who can like spend a large amount of time by themselves and be okay. Like I don't mind being alone, but like for two weeks straight, man, I'm, as I I said at the beginning, I'm going on autopilot. That's actually what happens when I spend too much time by myself. I just kind of like go on autopilot, which is not good. I should probably hang out with people, but like the energy, man. Oh my God. Um, Okay, so yeah, so I'm starting YouTube again. We'll see how it goes. We'll manifest it. Please watch. Don't judge me too harshly. But yeah, hopefully I get really good. And then when people ask me, Lauren, why do you have so many info? Oh my God, I'm sorry for that. I swear to God, I'm turning my phone on silent, but it's just not working. So sorry that the notifications keep popping up. Now it's on silent. Okay, back to what I was saying. Now when people ask me, Lauren, why do you have so many Instagram followers? Instead of saying, my brother is famous, <laughs> which I usually don't, I don't, I tend not to do that anymore because it just, it's quite annoying. Um, I can now go, well, I'm a YouTuber. Yes, yes, queen, yes. Anyway, now when people ask me that, I'm like, I have a podcast. <laughs> and they're like, okay, you have 300 and... 300,000 followers from a podcast. All right. Yeah, makes sense. You know what? Yes, I do. <laughs> Let's just cut the bullshit. Anyway, moving on. My voice has been fine all day, but a second, the second I start recording this, I have a dry throat. How does that work? I need fucking water. I am parched. That tea would really come in handy right now, but I'm not going to risk the metallic taste. Also, you could probably hear that motorbike that just went past. Zoom, zoom. <laughs> Every time I go to record something, fucking cars flying past, the planes going past my house. Not actually, but <laughs> it just sounds like there's a whole apocalypse going outside my house as soon as I press record. Also sounds like there's about 200 people in my house making noise whenever I press record. But no, a second I stop recording, silence. Silence is everywhere, but no, I press that red button to record and all of the noises on the planet start occurring. Anyway, next topic. Now, now, um, today at uni, I saw a couple wearing a matching outfit. Now, look, I'm all for couples. No, actually, I'm not. I, I take that back. Coordinating your outfits to your significant other is quite embarrassing and I'll tell you why it screams I can't be separate from this person I'm not an individual that is what it screams to me now for some people that might be cute like it is a little cute if it's done intentionally if it is done like to be a piss take if it's done to be funny or like because it's a theme at a party or like a Halloween party for an example and you're going as a couple sure cute whatever but your day-to-day shit 
You're day to day going to uni, going to the library to study and you're wearing coordinating fits for no fucking reason. Not on. That is just like, it just screams, I'm insecure and I have to be with this person. At all times, I can't be separate. We are one, we are one person. That is what it screams to me. Now, that's just my opinion. But like, honestly, when I see people like that, I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) do you have a life outside this relationship? Yes or no? Most likely no. Um, anyway, but the fits were really cute. But like, it's just the fact that they were both wearing the exact same thing. I'm like, why? Like, why? Like, tell me your reason. It, it is a Thursday at, it was at two o'clock in the afternoon. Thursday, 2pm. On just a normal week in May. Why are you wearing the same thing? I just, like, and they were holding hands and like, fuck, like leave leave if I was a part of that their friend group I would hold an intervention it's just ridiculous another thing I keep seeing cringy and like really in love couples is how I'm gonna say it everywhere like recently like they're everywhere everywhere I turn even either if it's on social media or in person they are fucking everywhere and look love is cool I guess not that I can have anything good about it to say right now. Um, if only anything, it's causing hurt and is negative in my life right now. But it is my birthday month. This is my month. It is May. Gemini season. I mean, it's also Taurus season, but like, I don't count that. Um, <laughs> it is my month. I don't want to see this. I am alone on my birthday again. For the 20th year in a row. (laughs) And I don't want to see couples everywhere. If I see one couple on my birthday, I am losing my shit. I am losing my shit. At my party that I'm having, if one person is coming as a couple, they're not allowed again. They have to come in separately. (laughs) Like, there's actually... I have one friend couple who are okay because they're kind of just like... They don't act as if they're a couple at all. Half the time I actually forget they are a couple. So they're accepted. But other than that, if anyone is making out <laughs> or in a couple or or they want to bring their significant other, no, absolutely not. I will not be seeing love, anything but friendship love on my birthday. Thank you. That Actually, that can be my birthday theme. That is my theme. No love, just friendship love, wholesome love, wholesome friendship love, no romantic love. That is my theme. Thank you. I'm sick of saying it. It makes me feel shitty. (laughs) So, wow, that was really negative. Let's get rid of the negative vibes. Let's get rid of the negative energy because that was super negative. I'm sorry. Let's cleanse ourselves. Let's cleanse it. Let's cleanse it. Everyone say affirmations with me. I deserve love. I um, Repeat after me, by the way. Repeat these affirmations after me, please. Even if you're in public, repeat them right now. I deserve love. Hang on, I need to get the affirmations up on my phone. I kind of forgot. (laughs) Hang on, hold on for a second, guys. I came back. I love and accept myself as I am. When I am aligning my highest self, the world... What the fuck? Sorry. (laughs) Fuck that one up. (laughs) Um, Okay. Round two. When I am aligning with my highest self, the world surrounds with me with abundance yeah guys I didn't actually pass um year one 
so I can't read. <laughs> when people go to me, Lauren, go read a book. Or like they're reading books and like reading's so fun. I'm like, I generally cannot read. And they go, yeah, you can. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> no, I cannot. Okay, next one. What I am seeking is also seeking me. I am powerful and magnetic. Awesome. Love that for you. You guys better be repeating this. I'm not saying this for no fucking reason. Repeat after me, please. I accept beautiful and unconditional love. Wow, that one's really beautiful, isn't it? Okay, last one, because I can't bother to find them all in my camera roll. Okay, last one. I attract amazing, positive, and high vibrational people. I am loved. I am love. I love myself. I am beautiful. There you go. Affirmations. Positivity, everyone. Positivity, motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. Now, a lot of people have requested, ever since I've actually started the podcast, that I talk about music. Now, not really sure why. I think people think that I'm in the music industry. Um, I'm not. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I've been around it half my life, but I'm not in it. Um, so, music, I guess. What type of music do I like? I like everything under the sun. Literally, the only thing I don't like, like, music genre, genre, the only music genre I don't really particularly like is probably rap, just because they talk too fast. <laughs> and, like, not, I'm not saying all rap is bad. It's just not my go-to. I would prefer not to listen to it. But there is, like, some rappers that I love. Like, Doja Cat. Are you kidding me? I fucking love Doja. Even though she's mainly pop and R&B. But, like, she still raps. <laughs> I don't know. There's some rap that I don't mind. But most of it, like, Eminem. People froth Eminem. I never understood him. I try, like, I understand what he's saying, obviously. But, like... I tried to listen to it for so many times and I just can't get into it. I really don't see what everyone sees. I feel like there's so many other rappers out there who do the exact same thing that he does, say the exact same things in his songs and are probably better. Like I know like some of his songs are catchy and I get maybe back when he was like in Addy's peak that he was probably one of the best in the game. But like to me personally, I don't see why he has such a cult following now when there are so many other artists who are pretty much doing the exact same thing, but better and more modern. I don't get it. I really not, I never understood it. But people love him, man. People froth Eminem. Um, same with, like, Tupac and stuff. I don't understand rap. Like, especially, like, early 2000s, like, 90s rap. I do not understand the hype at all. But I get, like, I mean, everyone has their opinion to why people lack rap, I guess. I don't know. I, like... I used to hate country music. Now, I feel like country music is a genre that you you grow up with. Now, I feel like it's a if you live in the country or you live in yeah the country or South North America, um, is that how you say it? The South? I don't know. I feel like the South love their country music because most of the country music artists who are American are South. <laughs> like they're from the South. Um, I'm not, I don't make this up. And they sound it. They sound like they're from the South. That's how I know. That's where I get my facts from, the accents. Um, now, you may not hate it. You grow up to hate country. Now, I grow, grew up to hate country music. It's just like, I don't know. In my hometown, like, no one liked country music. And it was just kind of embarrassing if you listen to country music. Until 
I got into like year 11 and then people country music started to pop off like people actually liked it like and I was like what like I was like at first I was kind of one of those people who were like oh like country music is so lame like mainstream like mainstream <laughs> main mainstream top 200 is where it's at people's oh my god oh my god in one direction actually I never liked one direction Ooh. Bit of controversy there. Controversy. Controversy. Yeah, so I never really liked... What am I talking about? Oh, <laughs> country music. Yes. So I was like, no. Like, yuck. But then, like, some of the songs were kind of... We used to sing as, like... We were taking the piss out of them, kind of making fun of them. But then they, like, started... Like, I secretly liked them. And I was like, oh, I actually kind of like this. So then I started listening to country. I love country now, like fuck cares I don't give a shit if you say country music is bad you have no taste and that's on tea country music can be so sad but at the same time so cheery like it's such a good mix of emotions like the lyrics can be really sad but somehow the music behind it is like really upbeat you're like wow I'm having a good time (laughs) like or it could even be angry like lyrics and like really really violent lyrics but the music, at the same time, upbeat, having a good time. Can sing this in front of my parents and they won't be concerned. Like, Miss Carrie Underwood, nice. She knows what she's doing. Um, Casey Musgraves, I mean, is she classified as country? I'm not really sure. But, like, her songs, there's some sad ones on that album she has. And they're still cheery. Like, no one's going to be concerned if you're listening to those, you know? So, yeah, country music slaps. Pop, eh. I don't really like pop anymore. I don't really listen to the mainstream music because I'm quirky. I'm a quirky gal. Like, I listen to Triple J. <laughs> no. If, if you're not from Australia, you don't understand what Triple J is, but it's kind of just, like, a meme at this point. Like, all the indie, like, uni students and, like, surfing culture and, like, shit like that. Or listen to Triple J because they're quirky and they're cool. Like the indie, like the indie people, the hippies, they all listen to Triple J because it's not mainstream. It's just kind of funny at this point, but um, <laughs> it's like it's 2021's version of like 2016. Like I only listen to the top 100. That's kind of literally the same vibe, same vibe you get. Anyway, don't really listen to pop anymore unless it's like Justin Bieber or like Ariana or just like. I don't know, I guess, like, pop songs that, like, of artists that I like, I won't deliberately go into the pop, I, um, but the pop, what's trending in pop, like, I, I wouldn't usually go into that aisle unless there's someone I know, like, one of my favourite artists or something, who has a new song out, um, one of our genres, oh, people want me to talk about the 1975, okay, I have a tattoo, if you don't know, <laughs> I have a tattoo of the 1975's box on my arm. If you know the 1975, you'll understand what the box is. But, um, yes, I <laughs> I don't know why people want me to talk about this, but I love the 1975. I've been listening to them since I was, like, oh, maybe 13. So I've pretty much grown up with them, gone through some hard times. I love their lyrics. I love, like, I loved evolving with their music as well. It's one thing I really loved about them, and I just loved them. I love everything they stand for. I love the 1975, and I don't think, like, the one thing that most people say to me when they see the 1975 tattoo, they're like, 
are you going to regret that? Like, what if in 20 years' time you don't listen to them anymore or you don't like them anymore and now you're stuck with this tattoo? Well, for one, in 20 years' time, I think there's going to be an easy way to get rid of tattoos. I feel like we will be a little more evolved and also bold of you to assume that human race will be here in 20 years with the rate climate change is happening. Um, that's bold of you, mate. Um, but if I don't, like, I feel like I'll always, that's why I got the tattoo in the first place. I feel like I'll always listen to them. I'll always love them. They have listened to them for the last, like, over 10 years at this point. So I'm like, oh, wait, 10 years? No, I'm not 24. Lauren, get ahead of yourself, Asis. I'm not even 20 yet. <laughs> listen to them for, like, a good chunk of my teen life. And I feel like I will always love them and I feel like that should be cherished. I mean, if you get you get my drift. Speaking of which, I have like one or two more weeks. How, what day is it today? I have been, oh, two weeks exactly. Not exactly, but like yesterday, it was two weeks exactly until I am 20, which means there's only two more weeks of me being a teenager and I'm <laughs> not looking forward to it. I don't want the... I like being the teenager. I like being the young one in the group. Like, look, I'll still be the young one. But I like when people go, oh, you're 19? Like, you're only 19, bitch. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes. I feel like 20 just doesn't have the same ring to it, you know? Like, 20 is kind of a depressing year. Because it's kind of the year you're like, well, fuck, I'm going to have to get my shit together soon. And I don't like this. It's kind of the year also where people just stop treating you like a baby in a way like they kind of expect you to get have some sort of your shit put together by this point they're not like oh they're only 19 oh they have time they're only a teenager oh you've got time don't worry about it you're only young no you're 20 get your shit together like what are you doing what have you been doing the last like three years you've been out of high school like what do you what have you been what have you done it's just I don't I'm not really looking forward to it I'm really not and also they say then it's like the next decade, you're, like, thinking, well, I'm probably going to have kids in the next decade. I'm probably going to get married. Not my autopilot brain being like, marriage and kids, yes. <laughs> Fuck. Who knows what will happen? But there's, like, a big... That is the start of a new decade in your life. You've been on this earth for two decades at this point. Also, what the fuck do I have to show for myself in two decades? Not much. Just a whole lot of trauma. <laughs> like... Uh, a personality built on trauma. It just gets keeps getting better from here, folks. But, like, I'll probably have kids this decade. How fucking scary is that to think about? There's going to be children of mine running around. Children that aren't yet born. Like, I, I, I want to adopt or at least, like, foster kids as well. I don't want to put, like... Because I want four kids. And um, at the way the, the planet's going, I feel like it's really... Um, irresponsible for our generation at the which is really sad but I feel like it's a bit irresponsible for our generation to pump out like heaps of kids each person I feel like they should put like a one child policy maybe not one child policy maybe like two child policy on people like they did in China which I know people are not gonna like me saying that but like I feel like that's the fucking truth people don't like the truth they, they don't like to hear the truth but um our planet's dying and it's pretty much our fault so <laughs> not pretty much our fault it is our fault so let's you know let's cut the bullshit um <laughs> and you know get to work on this issue
But yeah, I think it's a bit irresponsible to bring like a bunch of children, new children, a bunch of new humans into this world. So I feel like adopting and like fostering kids who already are born, there's like, there's no way of kicking them out of the planet unless, you know, they're dead. So I feel like giving them a nice home and not wasting life is a good, you know, a good balance act. I, I, I don't know. I've lost my words. Um, Yeah. So there's going to be, I'm going to have four kids. <laughs> like, at, by, I'm not, I'm not going to have four kids by the end of the decade. That's a bit much. But, um, well, I'm going to at least have one. <laughs> yeah. And why am I talking about this? God, look, this is a bit, this is a bit much. This is just a bit much. Back to the music. Well, how did I get onto children from music? <laughs> how does that happen? So a question back to the music topic. So a question I always get is, what's your favorite songs at the moment? What's your top ten songs at the moment? Like what are what are, what are your top ten all time favorite songs? Now I don't really have a favorite song. There's not just like one singular song that is my favorite. Also don't have a top ten favorite songs. Now I've heard that this is actually something to do with ADHD, and it's when you recycle the same songs I guess um and it can also be for like tv shows and movies kind of as a comfort I'm not using the correct terminology I'm also this is not I'm not sure if this is backed by science I don't have any really sources besides tiktok for this so um tiktok that tiktok sounds funny (laughs) the name tiktok is a bit funny isn't it tiktok like okay calm down it's a bit aggressive um but yeah, I, I just like, if I find a song that I like, I usually have about 10 songs on repeat for a good solid few weeks. Like I'll, I'll just keep repeating those songs for like a few weeks because they're kind of like a comfort. I know I'll like them and I just like, I can't really get enough of it. I'm not sure if that's like a mainstream thing. As I said, I got this like information from TikTok. So who knows how like it's if it's like true or not but it was from like a doctor on TikTok so who knows but like um, for an, exa- an example so say my favorite my, my songs that I keep repeating and I've been repeating them for like maybe a few weeks at this point and like every few weeks I the, the new songs get added others just get taken off I get sick of the songs and they like move on to the next round of songs if you will so at the moment my new favourite ones, the ones who are in the new mix of 10 songs, is Transparent Soul from Willow. That song slaps. I like a new style of music. It's kind of like pop pop rock in a way. Um, Habits by Tove Lo. Like, it's just like, that song's even old. Like, some of them can be old and I just, like, rediscover the song and I just, like, listen to it endlessly. Heartless by The Weeknd. Uh, what else? Maps by Maroon 5, don't judge me. <laughs> I know it's embarrassing. Um, Kid Lori, Kid Lori, Kid Lori, Kid Lori, I don't know. I did not know he was the one that was made the Addison Ray song. I did not know it was him who was like, I need a bad bitch. <laughs> Addison Ray, little shiny, the baddest. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Thanks for that, actually. Yeah, I, I am a Grammy artist. Um, <laughs> what? Grammy award winning artist? Thank you very much. But Kid Laurie, if you don't understand, he's the. If you don't know who that guy is, um, I didn't 
Eva. He's the guy that um that sings without you. And you're like, you took a piece of me and now I bleed eternally left here without you. That guy. He's that he's that artist. Um those that song is also on my list. That that song Without You and Always Do by him have been literally on my like rotation list for like I kid you not, maybe like three months at this point. Like I can't get enough of it. I don't know what it I don't know what drug he put on those songs. Like I'm actually kind of sick of it, but I just cannot. It's just such a comfort song. I'm not sure why. It's also my ex's favourite song and I don't like <laughs> that's a bit of a flex. Um <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did break your heart. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. You are left here without me. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry if you're listening to that. <laughs> so, yeah. So if you get that, like, those those are just a few songs that have been on my rotation list for, like, a good few weeks. And then they'll stay in the rotation list. And apparently that's, like, an ADHD thing. Also, like, another ADHD thing I learned is, like, um, food and meals. Like, food meals. Like, you'll, like, fixate. It's kind of like, you know, how, like, ADHD, you, like, fixate on something or, like, you have no concentration or, like, you fixate on it. Apparently, like, you fixate on, like, food meals and you'll, like, have that until you get sick of it and then, like, you'll have a new food meal that you, like... I do that all the time. Like, what's my food meal? Toast. Toast and peanut butter right now. I mean, there's also a poverty issue when it comes to that. I it can only afford to live off toast, <laughs> but... I am also obsessed with it, <laughs> so at this moment, and then, then I'll probably move on to another food meal in like a few weeks when I'm sick of toast, you know. Apparently, that's a thing. Now that also reminds me, do you guys binge TV shows or like have comfort TV shows and like movies? I know that people have comfort movies, and I feel like I've kind of briefly touched on that before. If I haven't, my like comfort movies are like. And TV shows, like, you guys have that, right? I feel like that's a worldwide thing that people usually have, especially in this day and age. Now, I feel like I, whenever I get overwhelmed when I have to watch a new movie or if I have to watch, like, a new TV show, I always get overwhelmed and then I never end up doing it. I'll, like, maybe watch, like, an episode or two and get overwhelmed and then I stop watching it and, like, go back to a comfort show movie. I also, like, go in between of, like, really liking and only watching movies and then also only watching TV shows. Like, I can't do both. Like, I can't, like, watch a TV show, like, watch a TV series and then, like, stop the series and watch a movie. Like, I can't do that. I have to, like, watch only a TV series and pretty much finish it, like, the whole series or, like, watch movies. Like, that's, like, I can't do both. Like, I, I, I struggle to that. My exception of that is if I'm watching a TV series, I'll watch, like, and, uh, like, I don't particularly feel like watching that TV series or I've watched, like, maybe five episodes and then, like, sick of it. Um, like, I'll... And, you know, you feel like you want to watch something else, but, like, because I can't watch a movie, I'll watch, like, a documentary or something. So that's, like, my leeway. Are there, like, does anyone else feel like that? Or am I weird? Because I feel like I'm a bit weird. <laughs> I feel like I feel like no one's talked about this before um but yeah right now it's only tv shows I literally cannot watch a movie like to save myself like I cannot concentrate to watch a movie I just like feel like I'm cheating I feel like I'm cheating on my you know tv show that I'm watching and as I said I usually have comfort tv shows that I always re-watch like there's a few tv shows that I will literally 
watch, like, even though I've watched it maybe, like, a million times before. Um, and I just have difficulties, like, re like starting new TV shows or starting uh, a new movie, I guess. Movies are easier, I guess, than doing a TV series because, like, I feel like a TV series is, like, a lot of commitment. Like, especially if they have a lot of seasons. It's just a lot of commitment and it can be a bit overwhelming. But where a movie is kind of just, like, over, like, an hour, and unless it's, like, a movie series, like The Hunger Games or something, then it's not, like, it's a bit more of a commitment. But, like, other than that, not really. But um, because here, here are some of my TV series that I watch, like, all the time. Um... Game of Thrones. What else? Dexter. I've watched Dexter, especially the first like few seasons, maybe ten times. I kid you not. The Crown. I've also watched maybe like twice. I wouldn't really say that's a comfort one, but I've watched it like twice. So I feel like it's getting to that point. Now The Office kind of has the potential to be like a comfort TV series for me, but like I feel like it took me so long to watch it the first time that. And there's just so many seasons that I just don't think I could re-watch it again so soon. If you're talking about like, but even though it was like, it's been a year pretty much since I finished watching it, the whole thing. I just, I feel like it's just a lot of commitment to watch the entire thing all over again. And once I start a TV series again, I have to watch the entire thing. I can't like only watch like a season or a few episodes and then like stop. Like, and if I do do that, I have to rewatch the entire series again. I'm really weird. I I do that with Game of Thrones a lot. Like I have watched the first season and two, like first two seasons, maybe like 18 times, because I keep stopping halfway through season two, and then I'm like, oh, and then I leave it for a few months, and then I'm like, well, fucking now I have to rewatch it again. Really annoying. Um, so like I swear, my brain, the way my brain works is just, it's exhausting sometimes. I feel like sex education has the same vibe. Like I just finished watching it and it definitely has binge-worthy vibe, like comfort, binge-worthy comfort. You know what I'm talking about? I do love that TV show. I cannot wait for the third season of um, sex education. Like, oh my God, it's just the way they made that show is just so perfect and such a pure representation of like teenage life I mean there are some parts where I'm like well that doesn't happen but like a lot of it is so pure and I'm like wow it's like teenagers wrote it that's how like good it is and I just love the whole aesthetic of it like is it from the 80s is it from the 90s is it from modern times like they're dressing like the 80s but then they have iPhones it's like it's like I love it I love it I love it I swear there's more oh girls I love girls if you haven't watched, I mean, I don't like, I don't, well, her name's like Leah or something. I don't like the ma main actress on it. She's a bit pro problematic, but she did make a really good TV show. And her character, to be fair, her character really does piss me off. Um, what's her name? I forgot. Like, go watch it if you haven't. It's really good. Like, girls, and it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like Sex in the City, but like modern. Sex in the City is also another one that I always watch. I love Sex in the City. Is it is can be a bit problematic at times though. Sex and the City. It's a bit. I mean, to be fair, it was made in the early two thousands, so times have changed, especially even since then. Friends used to be one that I. Friends is actually one that I grew up watching. Now, I haven't really dove dived deep into this, but I used to watch 
friends religiously like it used to be a real big comfort movie and like show I mean I think it actually had something to do with trauma and like dissociating from like whatever was going on around me but like I loved friends that's a bit too deep for the podcast I feel like I should save all that for therapy when I decide to go um but friends was like a massive part of my like upbringing which is kind of weird to say but I I think I've watched every season of friends I would like each season I think I've watched 20 times each like each season like I could word every I could quote every episode for you I haven't watched it in like a good few years because I had I had overwatched it and at this point I'm just kind of like over it at this point I also grew up I also think like that really affected my personality I feel like I got half of my humor from friends like obviously that would have affected me hey would have affected my personality I hope I have Chandler's person like I hope I have Chandler's like humor I mean not getting ahead of myself I'm not that funny I'm probably more like Ross (laughs) I am Ross (laughs) when you get older you learn to appreciate Ross Ross is a funny guy He's just funny because he's, like, you can relate to him. He's not, like, an obvious funny, like, Chandler or Joey. He's, like, yeah, that's something I would do. He's just, like, I feel like Ross just, like, represents, represents, like, the whole of adulthood. Like, I feel like that's, you've learned to appreciate Ross when you grow up because you're, like, yeah, that makes sense. That's pretty funny. Ironically, same with Monica. Like, I used to not like Monica, but, like, now I'm older, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty funny. That's pretty humorous. Oh, wait, I didn't even mention, like, two of my... Not, they're not my favourite, but, like, two of... um Two TV shows that I, like, I always watch. Okay, Haunting of Hill House on Netflix is fucking phenomenal. Like, if you like scary movies or even, like... Actually, even if you don't like scary movies, I still recommend you watch it because it's fucking amazing. The way they made that show sends me chills every time. And actually, I might go rewatch it right now. Um, because I fucking love that show so fucking much. The acting, everything about it, the casting was so good too. Like, oh my god, that show is amazing. Now, also, the affair of Harry Cuber or something. I I'm not sure what that's on in Australia. I know it's on Stan. I don't know in any other country what that streaming platform that show is on, but it is so fucking good. I also recommend watching the affair of Harry Cuber. I just said his name, but, like, it's a really long name. Sometimes people forget the titles of shows, but that I really recommend that show. Like, I fucking love that show so fucking much. Like, I can't describe it to you, but it's kind of like a mystery kind of... It's not horror at all. It's kind of like a mystery. It's literally just, like, a mystery show, and it goes back in time, and it goes forward, and it's just so fucking good. The way they made it is, like, it's addicting. It's, like, at the end of each episode, you're like, I fuck, I need to know what happens. It's just so good. So those two shows I really recommend watching. I love them so much. Um, now, onto why I started this topic that has I feel like it's been been going on for a while. Um, I started watching Shameless. Yes, I know. I know I'm a bit late to it. <laughs> I know I'm a bit late to the fucking show trend. But as I've said before, one a TV series has so many seasons, and I haven't watched any of them, and they're like usually also around like 50 minutes per episode I kind of put it off and I get a bit overwhelmed and I knew that I would like Shameless and I had watched the first season like a few times 
but I just I always was like I'm just not getting into it like I just can't get into it but now I'm on like my third I'm on the third season and I've been watching it maybe for like a week and a half and I'm hooked I'm hooked on Shameless I can officially say I really do get the hype around Shameless it's really fucking good it's just so enticing I feel like the Frank plot plot line though is getting a bit old and I'm only on season three so I hope that picks up soon <laughs> Um, I know he's like supposed to be the main character, but like, I feel like his plot line has literally been the exact same since like season one. But that actually also reminded me, another TV show that I have not been ever able to get into is Gossip Girl. Sue me. I know so many people love it and I'm, I've had so many people tell me that I would love it, but I just can't get into it for some reason. I've watched the first two seasons yeah, not only once because I didn't like it. Because I just can't get into it. I find it boring. It's just like so plain. It's like vanilla. It's just vanilla. That's how I describe Gossip Girl. Vanilla. Um, same with Team Wolf. When Team Wolf was such a big trend, like Vampire Diaries, Pretty Little Liars and Team Wolf for like the big, big shows. I hated Team Wolf. I thought it was so boring. I was like, this is like a shitty version of Harry Potter, Prisoner of Azkaban but with teenagers. Like, this is just shit. Um, I'm sorry if you love Team Wolf, but, like, that TV show sucked. It's like Riverdale is a modern Team Wolf. That's how I feel about Team Wolf. It is a, Riverdale is the modern version of Team Wolf. It's gross. Like, honestly, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if Riverdale had werewolves on the show at this point. I really would not be shocked. Nothing surprises me with that show. That show sucks. <laughs> How it is still going, I don't know. I literally think it's a joke that it's still going. I feel like the producers and Netflix and whatever are, are making it a joke at this point. Um, but I, I I watched Vampire Diaries and Pretty Little Liars. Now, it was an effort, like, especially in the last few seasons of each of those TV shows. It was an effort to get to the end. And I loved them, but I don't think I could ever watch them again. Like, I've tried to re-watch The Vampire Diaries because, especially with TikTok and, like, the last, like, few months, especially in quarantine, like, Vampire Diaries had, um, was, like, a trend on TikTok. Like, I don't know. Like, a lot, I feel like a lot of people were talking about it. And, I like, I was like, oh, I'm going to re-watch it again. Like, I, I miss it. And then I started watching it. I got, like, two episodes in and I was like, nah, fuck this. There's so many seasons and they go for so long each episode and, like, so many episodes too. There's like 22 episodes or something per season. I was like, oh God, I can't do this again. I can't hear Elena, Elena's whiny fucking voice for seven more seasons. Like I just can't do it. And the last like three seasons, I was like, oh my God, it took me so long to watch each season, like each episode within the last like three seasons because it was so bad. Same with Pretty Little, Pretty Little Liars. I don't even think I finished Pretty Little Liars. Like it was getting that bad at the end that I just like stopped watching I think once CC was announced as like ultimate A or something I was like oh this is bullshit so I just stopped um yeah but those are my tv shows that are my comfort movies um let me know what yours are because not that I'm gonna watch any more tv series <laughs> I'm already watching Shameless and that was a big leap for me like I don't usually go outside my comfort zones of the tv shows I only watch Shameless because I knew I'd like it and I've already watched season one so <laughs> I'm not gonna even if you give me recommendations I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch them <laughs> so 
but still interested to see where your comfort TV shows are. I think I've like briefly touched on this on the past episode, but my like comfort movies, on the other hand, I only have like a handful. Like I do, I have movies that I, the thing with me in movies is like if I've watched it before and I know I liked it, I will watch it again. But I do have like a separate fault. Like I kind of put it in my brain, the way it works is like it goes in folders. So I have the comfort movies that I like to watch when I don't know what to watch or or you know I want to have a satisfied ending to a movie you know when you finish a movie and you're like what the fuck was that like that was the shittest waste of time I've ever had I'll those are my comfort I'll put like movies where I know I'll be satisfied in my comfort movie file and then there's movies where I'm like I've watched it before I haven't watched it in a while I knew I liked it then, so I'm sure I'll like it again. And so I'll watch it again, but they're not my comfort movies. You know, you know, that's how my brain works. So my comfort movies that are, you know, that I just explained, I would say are a weird mix of movies. Now, when I tell most people my comfort movies, they don't, they're a bit um, concerned in a way. Um and so I kind of not tell people my comfort movies, but here I am telling the entire internet. Most people's comfort movies, I imagine, are like comedy movies or like rom-coms or, um, I don't know, like maybe like Shrek or something, you know? Just like comfort movies, like movies that are going to make you feel good and whatnot. Mine are horror. <laughs> Mainly thriller, not really horror. Now, to give you background on this, I pretty much grew up watching horror movies. My mum loves horror movies. So, I like, I remember watching my first horror movie when I was, like, um, really, like, yeah, I would say probably five. And I was probably younger and I just can't remember. Like, I, I think the first movie I remember watching it was a horror movie. Like, I literally grew up watching horror movies. So, I don't get scared easily when I watch horror movies, even if they're really scary and not, like... I don't know, like, I just don't get scared from them. Like, I wanted to have this big fuck-off it poster, like, the Pennywise poster. And it was, like, you know, like, to a normal person, I guess that would be pretty fucking scary, that poster. But if you haven't known it, in my share house, we have a big poster room. Like, we have a room, and it's, like, full of posters. And I wanted to put a Pennywise one in there. And my roommate was like, um, no fucking way. That would be terrifying. Like, hell no. And I'm like, yeah, that's a reasonable reasonable response but that wouldn't scare me like I would look at them and be like haha Pennywise what's up mate like I wouldn't be scared of it scared of it you know is this this is really pick me girl of me I swear I'm not meaning to be like a pick me girl okay I'm, I'm sorry but I just don't get scared um literally the first movie I remember watching it was like the old version of it so like the 90s version of it Go look it up if you must. Um, and Rose Red by Stephen King, which it was out on it in its time, was like known as one of the scariest movies ever. And it also goes for like five hours. Um, I would also kind of say that that's a comfort movie of mine. Rose Red, fucking love Rose Red. Anyway, so my comfort movies, uh, um, not your typical ones. It's Midsummer, love Midsummer. Gone Girl, Gone Girl. I would say it's probably one of my biggest ones. The Notebook. Yeah, see, that's that's the one you kind of expect. And see, that's also kind of embarrassing. I can't say embarrassing anymore without saying embarrassing. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I almost said it again. That's embarrassing. But um, The Notebook's one that you'd expect from 
a girl. I hate to I hate to say that, but like I feel like most girls' favorite movies the Notebook. It's just such a nice movie, and I just love it so much. I love that movie. It's so problematic, but so beautiful at the same time. I just I'm always satisfied with that. Um, sorry, the Notebook. I love that one. There's a few more, but I just can't think of it. Oh, it obviously. Um, there's also a documentary, it's called Love Marilyn, and it's about Marilyn Monroe, and that's also a comfort movie of mine. I really love that documentary. I also recommend it. There's many, there's many movies that I would say are my comfort movies. Obviously, I cannot think of all of them at the moment. Oh, there's one that I, I'm going to get (laughs) cancelled. Okay, well, don't hate me. And I know we all hate Ansel Elgort. He's a piece of shit. He's a pedophile predator. Yes, I hate him. Okay, we should all hate him. He should be in fucking jail. But he has a movie and it's called The Goldfinch and it's a really good movie. Um, if he wasn't in it, it'd be even better. But it is a good movie and it is a comfort movie of mine. Despite the fact that I hate looking at his face for two hours. But half the movie, he's not even in it. And the guy, the little actor that plays, like, uh, he's supposed to be, like, Enzo's character, like, as a young person um he is really good and Finn Wolfhard's in it like it's really good Nicole Kidman as well like you just whenever Enzo's on the screen you just kind of have to close your eyes and imagine it's not him but yeah that one's really good I, I have many I have many comfort movies let me know your comfort movies oh another one people hate people hate that this is my comfort movie but Coraline oh <laughs> oh no Coraline is one of my favorite like comfort movies I used to be terrified of it. I remember the first time I watched it, I was so scared. I was, like, young, and I was so scared. I didn't even talk to my mum for, like... I would say I didn't talk to my mum for, like, four days. Oh, not four days. That's a bit extreme. Maybe, like, three days. Because I was scared that she was the other mother. Like, I was terrified for, like, a solid... Like, a good amount of time because of that movie. But now I love it. Um, And it's a comfort movie. If you would have told nine-year-old me that this movie that scared you shitless would be a comfort movie fuck I would be blown away also kind of proud um anyway now it's like 7 p.m and my voice is like going if you probably you've probably been able to hear it it's going a bit raspy um not really sure why I must be really parched I must I don't think I've had water today which is really bad usually have I have like three liters of water a day So the fact that I've had nothing is probably why my voice sounds like I'm a chain smoker. So I'm going to leave this episode at 58 minutes. I hope you guys had a good episode. I hope you guys have a good week. I'll see you next week for episode 20. 20, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for supporting me. Have a good week. Love you. Bye. Oh, wait. Also, if you haven't already, go watch my YouTube video. Hopefully it's up and I didn't pussy out. Okay, bye. Bye, guys.